Welcome to the Liberty Tree, podcasting from Family Life Church in Swanee, Georgia. In the big rock candy mountains, the jails are made of tin, and you can walk right out again as soon as you are in. There ain't no short handle shovels, no axes, saws, or picks. I'm a going to stay where you sleep all day, where they hung the Turk that invented work in the big rock candy mountains. That's enough. I have to stop you right there for Sorry. a lot of reasons. Uh, welcome, everyone, to the Liberty Tree. This is episode 12. My bad. All right. So how could I have known that you would be bringing us in with that acapella rendition? Um, I have an amazing story to tell about that song. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. So I was... A sleepy phone call away from being in the music video for that song. Get out. Ah. So, Word? Really? Right. Yeah, because they're from Atlanta, right? They're yeah, from Atlanta. Stockbridge. So, that's right. So, and if everybody doesn't know, we're talking about... Collective Soul. Collective Soul. So, I was in high school, and I had a friend who went colloquially, colloquially by the name of Mike Eyeball... <laughs> and he, his girlfriend at the time knew some, they, they were having some casting call in Atlanta and we all piled in this van and drove down there cause they were looking for interesting people. Well, you know, in high school I played with all the rock and roll musicians. I had long hair and all this, that, and the other, we had the people with the tattoos and the piercings and this, that, and the other. So we didn't know who collective soul was. We didn't know a thing about him. We were just going to go. I mean, who, who, who didn't want to try to be in a music video in 1994, right? MTV Word. was still relevant, right? Mm-hmm. So, we sat in this hall. We went into this room. They asked some questions. They kind of took some some still photos and that sort of thing. And they said, okay, you know, we'll let you know. We waited around, waited around. Well, uh, Mike and his girlfriend got selected, I think, because she knew the director of the video or whatever. She had her connection. So they were definitely going to be in. They said, the rest of you guys, you three people are alternates. If we need you, we'll call you. So that was like a Friday night, and I used, usually had to work on Saturday mornings. Well, that that week I didn't have to work. So the following morning, being a you know seventeen year old boy or whatever, I was fast asleep, and I remember to this day like dreaming that my phone was ringing and ringing and ringing, and my my folks were already gone out for the day or doing their thing, so they were trying to call me to let me be an alternate oh. in this video, and of course there was this was there was no texting, no nothing like that in those days, so. I missed the call and missed the cut, but man, little man. did we know. But little did we know, when the video actually came out and the song actually came out, you know, to those, to us, you know, rock and roll headbangers of the time, it really wasn't real high on our list of, <laughs> of what, you know what we want to be associated with. So our poor friend Mike Eyeball uh-huh. is in this video and really got you know raked over the coals, being made fun of by the rest of us who were more hardcore. Yeah, I'm making yeah. air quotes now, but here's the thing: 
He's the guy in the video when the song goes, hey, yeah. He's the one in the video that's like putting his fist towards the camera. So he has gone down so, in history as being the, you know. The, hey, yeah. He's that guy. Hands, so, that guy. So, let me ask you this. What yeah. do you think you would have been doing in the video? Well, if you ever watched the video. Hey, it, yeah. It, it, probably. It's, it's actually, I think it's a black and white video. Mm-hmm. Uh, shots of the band. Shots of these kind of people walking through what looks like abandoned train yards and, you know, it looks like basically, you know, dilapidated urban Atlanta. Yeah. And, uh, they kind of show this sort of goth looking girl with long hair and the dark lipstick. And that's, that was, that mm-hmm. was, uh, that was, Holly, that was Mike's girlfriend, you know, so, so. she knew somebody who knew yeah, somebody. Right. Who but knew anyway, somebody. but the point is as much as I originally said, Oh, I can't believe I missed a chance to be in a video. Once I actually saw the video and saw the song. And at the time I was remember thinking, I was like, thank goodness I did not get selected oh, to be in video. But now that time has gone by, I like the song just fine, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm not quite as, I'm not so hardcore uh, as I used to be. I didn't know, I mean, I was kind of surprised with you starting with that one, Zach. Yeah. I, I'm in, I'm, I go through stages of nostalgia as I get o- older, and I wasn't really heavy into, you know, secular music for a while when I was a kid because I was only allowed to listen to Carmen, Third Day, uh, what else? Yeah. Amy Grant. Uh, Amy Grant. Amy Grant. Ooh, yeah. Ba- Babby Mason. Yeah. Um, uh, East D- to West. DC Talk. DC, DC Talk. Talk. Yeah. And yeah. that was a little. That was a little much with the Jesus freak. Until you know, look, mom and dad, listen to the lyrics, and it's yeah. like, okay, all right. They're yeah, not okay. saying Jesus was a freak. They're right. saying they are freaks, or meaning fanatics. For, for Jesus. Jesus, right? You, know, you just got to talk the language. And trying to be cool, trying to get the kids to listen right, to your stuff. Right. Know? So, um, but I also, you know, did have a radio, and, and <laughs> you know, and I, I did, you know, go to high school, and, and right. there's, there's certain songs that, may, I don't think I'm the only one, when you hear certain songs, even if you don't like the song, you hear them, and it kind of takes you back to where oh, yeah. you used to be. I mean, growing up, like now, now I get it why, why there was the you know, uh, uh, Fox 97 radio station. I was a kid for fifties and sixties for our parents and why yeah. it was all the time played. Yeah. It's so like, so I was having a nineties nostalgia fit today when I was in high school and listening to collective soul to blues traveler to Pearl jam, Nirvana. Yeah. Mm, I had yeah. some, I had some kid the other day tell me, Oh, Alice in Chains. Oh, that's like classic rock. And I was wow. Just like, oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I also heard, you know, smashing pumpkins, you know, 1979, yeah. you know, yeah. that, so all that stuff is just like, Which like they, recorded take back. they recorded in Atlanta. Most of Smashing Pumpkins. I didn't like know they that. recorded Gish and I think Siamese Dream here. Yeah, yeah I didn't that's know that. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it takes you back to like your when you were young. Yeah, yeah. kind of like that movie Ratatouille. You ever see that the Disney movie? Yeah, that's exactly. And the guys what like, it's like eating the the the, the corn Ratatouille. Store. Was that you? He's eating that? No. Oh, okay. It was eating that Ratatouille, yeah. and he took a bite of it, and it flashed back to his little yeah. childhood when he was eating it with his mom. That's right. Yeah. And see, my memories. This might be a little deep, and I don't mean for it to be, but my memories involving that is pre nine eleven. Which is for me, it's so many different, you know, re- memories and emotions and how things were. Right. And, well, and, well and your we, life was never the same. You had, right. You, you kind of reckon time before that and after that. Right. And 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 it's it was like during high school and and to be honest with you, it may and maybe to be fair, I don't listen to a lot of music nowadays, so I don't really know what's out there other than maybe in the past couple. I mean, maybe a couple years ago, I might have listened to something. And to be quite honest. Uh, uh, to quote a, uh, uh, I think it's a Greek word. You know, it was scubalon, or, or, or uh, <laughs> which which translates poli- politely dung. Uh, no. uh, so, I hey, mean, that's hey, this is a family show, man. Come right, on, my bad, my bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got two siblings, 
And so I don't I don't listen to a lot of music anymore either, apart from you know getting some songs and stuff for church and things like that. But when you, when when I'm with my brothers, and I don't I'm in the truck and I'm just driving along, and they're like, yeah. "Why don't you have the radio on?" It's like because I like to sit in silence. Yeah, it's the only time you get ever get to yourself. Yeah, you know? it's the only time you get to sit and think. Old right. You know what I mean? And they're like, I can't believe you can write and with silence and and I, I, mean, the, I was like, I don't want music blaring in my ears. I, I have to use my time in the car to listen to what the traffic's going to be. You know what I mean? So it's like <laughs> earthquake. It's news radio. Earthquake right, on ninety five. If, if I stop to listen to music, I'm going to miss out on some terrible calamity. It's all news. It's that. all news radio and weather. That's what I mean. lava well, monsters appearing and, on two eighty five. And speaking of nostalgia and the walk down memory lane. The last time that we got together for a podcast, what were we talking about, Zach? I think it was our, we were on our road to Emmaus. We were on our road to Emmaus. And to tie him back to the song thing real quick, yeah. a lot of that can play in with old hymns too. That's right. e- even old hymns that you may not necessarily like. There's something about music that takes you back. And John is our uh, resident expert when it comes to, uh, to, to praise and yeah, hey, the, hey, the, the revival music man. I mean, he's you know, he's he's the. Uh, I try to get him to play the Dancing Heart all the time on Sundays. He just won't do it. He's just you know he's played it too many times. But we have you know. a great intern who can do that to a T. Right. Mm. We'll have to get yeah. him to do it one time. Yeah. A- absolutely. We'll to a T. Yeah. Accent and everything. I mean, both of y'all are definitely more classic. in the repertoire yeah. of of praise music. You know, actually, that song what is not like worldwide. It is in a way, but it was written by a man back in the day. But it wasn't. <laughs> Tell it us wasn't, more. It was <laughs> a man, baby. <laughs> it wasn't like you know, like a, like a huge hit, like uh, like Who Am I or like uh, the old Rugged Cross kind of stuff. Right. You know what I mean? No, but through the how family, great thou art. Yeah. No, through no, the fam- nothing Elvis Presley. Ever no, did, no, no, you know? no, no, no. Like. Yeah. Uh, no, did it my way. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, it it was like you know more into a, like a, a group of family we can always we can probably talk about at one time sometime on the podcast, and uh, he wrote it and it just kind of went like like wildfire in certain services in certain parts of the country and people learned it and sure yeah because, it's a long because, song because there was power to it I mean there was yeah. there was the, the the spirit of the Lord was upon it and it and it did set people's heart to dancing. So. Yeah, it was quite a few verses. I think there's eight to ten verses. I know the book that I have uh, has, I think it's eight verses, and then we play the every, yeah. we play the odd verses. Like we play right. one, three, five, and seven. Yeah, and yeah, then if we really right. wanted to, we could do two, four. It's six, like and a eight. story. Yeah, you know, it's like a story. I mean, there's, there's some of the best. You know, I mean, and that kind of plays into that. You know, with this fits of nostalgia and stuff like that, is that it. Uh, it, it it brings you back to those moments, and that I mean, music in church does it as does it the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it it brings you back to those memories and those thoughts. And I think there's several passages in the Bible where before, like a prophet spoke, he was like, "Go get my go get the harpist." Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, he yeah. wouldn't speak until you know some music was playing. There's something how God designed us, how God created us, that music has its way of. Because I'm more of a podcast guy, and for whatever reason mm-hmm. today. I was right. just in a music mood. Well, there's the there's the Ben Franklin quote that says, "Beer is proof that God loves us and wants us to be happy." And that may be true for some people, but for me, it's music. Yeah. To yeah. me, to me, music is it's it's like a window into the soul, you well, know. And it, it's it's just it's this thing that I mean, you know, God just you know it's amazing this this gift amongst many many gifts, countless gifts that He's given us. But it's this one little thing that, on the one hand, it's like a trifle. It's in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't like it's not whether you live or die. But on the other hand, 
think of how much it enriches our day-to-day lives and, and how much simply listening to a song or singing a song can take you back, can make you feel certain ways, can help your emotions open up, can soothe you, can excite you, and can, you know, all, all, all manner of emotions can be expressed that way. And it's just, it's an amazing thing that we're so unique. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, that, that we have that. I mean, yeah. well, and then there's I birds mean, and whales, I guess. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> but I mean, look at, look at King David in Psalms. That's right. Yeah. He was always singing praises to the Lord. Yeah. And he was a man after God's own heart. You know? Yeah. And the, the Lord says in the Bible, he inhabits the praises of his people. That's right. right. So God created that for, to worship him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't think, you know, Ben, John, I don't think you guys realize that what you and y'all's team, or maybe you do, but what, how much it means to the congregation when y'all are, you know, leading us into worship and leading us into praise songs, like without going down that rabbit trail upon the rabbit trail we're on right now, um, the song Cornerstone, Mm -hmm. in a very, uh, I wouldn't say, you know, I was confident in the Lord, but in a very troubling time in my life, and with, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, wondering, you know, waiting for a word on, on, on the health of a loved one, that song just really came and just like flooded me one day in the car and we had just played it, you know, in church on, in church on Sunday and the Lord used it to kind of comfort me and I was just belting it out in the, in the car by myself. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you, you don't know for what reason the Lord uses music the way he does but it's for that moment even in times now whenever i'm kind of going through a rough patch with you know when it comes to health and stuff like that of loved ones you know that song kind of come, brings back in it's just like oh okay you know I can, well i believe I can, that i believe that the lord speaks to us even through that like it might not be from the word from the preacher right exactly it could be a word from a song absolutely yeah. you know what i mean so so there's many different avenues he can he can use that mm-hmm. to encourage us you know what I mean? You know it's what I'm so important that not just the music, but the words that y'all are singing right. is yeah. is on point and, and is sound and is biblical. And it ha- and when y'all are bringing it, it's it it does so much. And, and and for those of you who who maybe you know are you know waiting for the preaching to start, and maybe not, I encourage you, you know, get in, get engaged. And this, I mean, I I, I can't sing. Obviously enough, I've. I've actually a few times on these episodes <laughs> have actually tried to make the effort to sing right, and I I, I can't. So, but I, I would like you to point out at least one time when, because I can't think of a single one. Uh, ten minutes ago. Uh, no, no, I, no, no, I know that wasn't one. That must have been a that must have been a gag. So, so tell me, tell me, no. Don't you don't you sing at home? Or is this why you sing on the podcast? Because your wife yeah. says, this okay, is the Zach, only, that's enough. I have a captive audience that's actually kind of like, uh, uh, literally captive. Right. Uh, uh, so <laughs> when I, I have a microphone in I, front of if me, I try to run, no one has a choice. strangled by my headphone cord. So. <laughs> I, used, I used to play the fiddle, and I tried to get back into it uh, practice-wise, but um, I, I've been rusty. So when I would try to practice, you know, it was... What's that? Right. It's like okay, <laughs> blend it down. <laughs> You'll have to tell us a story of your attempt to sing, though. That, remember that one service? Oh, that was that was pretty fun. <laughs> was that Fourth of July? Was it Memorial? It was Day? either Memorial Fourth Day? of July or Memorial Day. Yeah. And this is the gospel truth. <laughs> you, for those of you who, who might not believe, I'm, I've got witnesses, and it was. It's for those of you who have a fear of of singing in public. 
or, um, or, or speaking in public, that's been beaten out of me. Uh, so, so I'm not, so that doesn't bother me that much anymore. Right. Uh, I have no shame. Uh, uh, I, I have been shamed to the point where it's going to take a lot. Anyways, um, I promise that I was about to speak uh, 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 the message that day it was, it, and it was a patriotic service. And so, right. and, and you hadn't been speaking that long. Like no, it was one of, one of no. the earlier times when you were asked to speak by our pastor and right. it was still, you know, I, I, you know, I always thought you did an amazing job speaking and, you know, we were looking forward to it, but it was still, it was still a new thing for you. I know. So you were still, I'm sure getting, getting, the, getting so nervous the spirit to do that. So nervous. I still get so nervous and Okay, I won't make that mark. Anyway, let's just. There's a certain thing. Uh, uh, preaching has an effect on me. Okay, uh, all right. Prior to okay. so, all right. Uh, <laughs> so, but anyway, but you were getting ready. So then what? So so, uh, so I'm up there and I'm getting ready. I, I've got my notes and I'm ready. And I promise you, I promise you, Pastor Derek, who we will interview and we will have him uh, in the interview like, recount tell his, it, tell his, tell his account, his perspective right. of it. But right now, it's my it's my side. Okay. Uh, he leaned over and whispered to me as the other song was going on. Right. We're yeah. going to be singing God Bless America next. <laughs> Start in and sing. Right. You know, when this song ends. Sing God right. Bless America. Okay. All right. And you heard him say that, like, right. thinking that... This is the senior pastor. Yep. I'm thinking, you know, in my simple Marine Corps mind, you know, he's the chain of command that's above me. Right. Someone above the chain tells you to do something, you do it. Yep. And so it's yeah. just, okay. Yeah. Don't think about it. Nope. Don't have time to think. Like, just hey, get on whatever. Just react. And, and I'm fully aware of my singing capabilities. I bellow. I don't sing. Right. And so, um, <laughs> so immediately as soon as it stops, I'm like, yeah. God bless America. <laughs> and and he gets in front of me, in front of the pulpit, like, starts like, waving like he's his arms. Like on a grenade to yeah, keep no, you safe. If, like if, a, a live grenade. And he's stop, stop, stop. If you've, if you've seen the scene in Monty Python, the Holy Grail, where the father comes, he's like, oh, stop that, stop that. Yeah, stop, that's enough of that. Stop singing. Enough <laughs> of that. Enough of that. That was exactly <laughs> how it went down. I was like, the dude, I feel like singing. And, 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 and Pastor Dirk was like, Nope, 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 nope. What are you doing? No, no. And cut me off before I even got to you know land that I love, and and it was like that awkward kind of, <laughs> except for a few people like <laughs> like laughing. Yeah, you know? the, the rest, the rest of us in the in the band who actually had that song queued up to play next, we had not given the old and a one and a two. Yeah. that had not happened yet at all. No, so no, I, no, I don't know the cues. I just knew. I think that broke the ice. Yeah. That service that right. day. <laughs> and so I, I let it into about, you know, obedience or whatever right. yeah. or something. Yeah. But you uh, did well. Yeah. You did well. Yeah. It's a moment you'll never forget. No. Right. Or any moment. of us. <laughs> and, and now that we've preserved it uh, on digital for posterity, it will go down, you know, for in history. For, I don't sing because we want people, we want the church to grow. That's right. <laughs> so, but so all right. Anyway, Road to Emmaus. Road to Emmaus. Okay. Last time at the Liberty Tree. Welcome back. <laughs> we're kind of transitioning over a little right. bit. We left off early in Genesis, uh, and we're still in Genesis. And, and if you will indulge me for a second, and my, my, my apologies for not pointing this out already, and this is kind of a teaching moment for everyone listening uh, on the podcast, when you're, especially when you're listening to not just us, but to anybody who is um, you know, uh, serving up you know, the word or the message or whatever, Never do it with an open mind. Do it with an open Bible. Have That's your right. Bible out. Follow along. And if something doesn't, you know, if something's not jiving right with you, by all means, one, let us know. Two, you know, consult your, you know, if you don't go to Swanee Station, consult your pastor and, and, and dig into it. We're merely human and extraordinarily 
uh, fallible. Oh, so. yeah. We're, we're doing our best. To, we're simply beggars who are making the attempt to tell other fellow beggars where we found bread. That's right. We're, we're trying to point you to the source. So, but the, what I left out was Genesis 1-3, which one is, is one of the very early passages in Genesis that points to Christ. And there's actual, you know, corresponding New Testament passage to back this up. And Genesis 1-3 says, And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. You might think, well, that's kind of, how does that point to Christ? Right. We've always thought about the creation at that time. We're thinking, you know, we have so many questions about creation. And we tend, I, in fact, I talked about this with my kids just the other day about we get so wrapped up in how the world came to be. I mean, it's one of those questions you can't help but think about. I think regardless of what your religion or even lack of religion is, we all think about how, how did all this get here? Mm-hmm. So we're so focused on those beginning verses with, let there be light. So everybody's singing, there's this dark universe, and now all of a sudden, you know, God has, you know, brought it all into existence. There's light. But mm. is there a deeper meaning there? Is there another something that points to something more than just the creation of the universe? There, there is. If you, if you follow along, take note that, you know, God's God. He could, he could create anything however he wanted. Right. But for in this specific instance, you know, we read, you know, Moses writing out for us that, you know, God spoke. You know, it was through the word that, some, that, that everything in existence was created. And that's awesome. Merely at the, the command of God, something that was not became. I mean, that's, you know, no matter, I think we've talked about this in the Weird Science episode, no matter what we do as, as human beings, no matter what kind of claim we make to creating anything, None of what we do is out of nothing. Ex nihilio, or I can't right. pronounce it right. Right. It, it, only God does that. And um, the notes that I've got written here it says, you know, uh, we know that Jesus is the Word, the Word of God. The second person, the Trinity, in the Trinity, creates with merely His Word. The New, Ta- New Testament passage that correlates with this is John one, one through three, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool because, you know, a lot of people recommend. When, when starting into the New Testament, to, you know, go to the Gospel of John first. Right. Mm-hmm. And we read right at the beginning of, of John, starting at verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. John made it very clear <laughs> that, 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 you know, everything that's in existence is because of the Word, which is Jesus Christ. And I think that's also an amazing proof to just the validity and existence of God at this point. Because if you think, how long had it been since Moses wrote those words until John was writing those words? You know, a thousand years, 1,500 years, or whatever? Yeah. And they didn't have the types of recording devices and the the commonality of written languages. It was not as easily transferable. This knowledge wasn't as easily moved. A lot of it was oral tradition and, you know, Hopefully you can protect these precious tablets or scrolls or whatever you have. So the fact that, that the very word is, is surviving all the way so that John can retell it to a whole new generation mm-hmm. of listeners with open hearts is a complete testament to the power of God's word. That's right. That, that God. It's gone all the way from Genesis 1-3 to John, you know, with you know, hardly any change. And, and the message is still crystal clear. 
Mm. Mm. And what's also neat is um, that during the time when John was writing this, uh, it, it, they were in a very Greco-Roman influence. Uh, uh, what's, what's the, uh, there's a certain phrase for it, and I can't remember off the top of my head. But and one of the big things in philosophical thought at the time was the, the, the stuff, the, the thing that, that, that involved creation, this is the Greeks now thinking this in, in the Romans, the, 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 the very essence of what has created everything, they referred it to as the logos, which means word. Uh, and, and they were saying that you know, the logos is the essential essence of all life. Right. And so John's like winking at them you know, in this passage when there's an effort, especially with Paul, to try to get the gospel to the Greeks, is to say, you know, wink, wink, you know, in the beginning was the word, or in the beginning was the logos, and, and he, but he points it back how what they are seeing or what they're trying to say, you know, in their terms without hearing the gospel, they're actually pointing to Christ, and they don't even know it, and John uses that. So that was just like a little sidebar. Um, 2 Corinthians 4, 6 also says, for God who said, let light shine out of darkness has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. And to me, that's awesome because it points to how one is saved, how, right. how, yeah. how one comes to saving faith in Jesus Christ. You know, for those of us who are in Christ, who would profess saving faith in Christ, you're not just you don't just have something special inside of you that your neighbor who doesn't believe uh, that doesn't. You didn't just have something, you know, you just didn't come up with something on your own to kind of be like, oh, you know, well, I believe, you know, look at me, my neighbor, you know, hopefully he'll get it one day. Yeah. No, you know, in so many other passages that are clear, Scripture specifically points out that, you know, just as there was nothing and God spoke something into existence to the dead soul, to the dead in sin soul, the Holy Spirit brings the gospel, which is the power of God, and literally says, let there be light into the dead soul. I was looking at that uh, verse you just said, 2 Corinthians 4, 6. For God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. The light of the, no of the knowledge could be from the Word. Right. Yeah, the right. Word is God. Because... Faith comes by hearing, and by hearing the Word of God. The Word of God. And yeah. the, the other correlation to me is the fact that, you know, the depths of a soul is almost like that, that infinite darkness that there was yep. before yep. the light came into it. I mean, when you start to think about if you've ever had despair or sorrow in your heart, it feels like it goes on forever. And then when you have the light of God come into it, it feels almost like the way we think of creation where there was nothing and then his word comes in and fills you up and his love fills you up. And it feels like, you know, I, I've experienced in my own life where you, you have, this, you have this time of despair, this time of sorrow that you think there's nothing that can pull you out of it. Yeah. And then you're flooded in with the light of his word and it, it feels like that description of creation where this infinite nothingness now has this infinite somethingness, and it's his light, and it's the light of his word, and it's yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's indescribable. It. Yeah, know? it is indescribable. So we would encourage anybody to get into the word of right. God. That's right. You know, and, and you know, and we would always, as we always say, we would love. You know, if you're if you're in our area, we'd love to have you at Swanee Station Family Life Church. But even if you're not, we just hope that you find some place that you can make 
worship your, you know, your home and part of your life and, and find a place where you feel like you can fit in and where you can take the word of God and the good news of Jesus into your heart. And I think because we're on the topic as we sign off, and since we have you listening on to it right now, and just in case, just in case you've never received the gospel, and we believe that it is the power of God for all who believe, and that hearing comes, and that faith comes by hearing, and hearing the word of God, here it is. Here's the gospel. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 3. For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. Christ died for your sins. That's the gospel. Yep. And Amen. Couldn't, couldn't be more clear. That doesn't leave a lot of room for ambiguity or you know, interpretation. It's right there. The gospel is a declaration of something that has happened and has happened for the sinner. Repent and believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And repent just means turn and look at Christ. That's Amen. right. And, you know, we, as we sign off, we'd also like to take this moment to thank all of you who, if you can hear the sound of our voices, that means that you've led us into your homes or into your cars or wherever you listen to a podcast. And we appreciate the fact that you've taken the time to, to listen to our message of, of freedom through Christ and our hope. And it, and it means, it means a lot to us. And we hope that you learn from you know, what we have to say or th that we open up your mind to new experiences and new thoughts. And hopefully you look at the word of God in ways maybe you haven't before and find something new in it because we want you to have that same freedom in Christ that we strive for in our own lives and that we as Christians strive for. But we'll be back soon with another episode of the Liberty Tree podcast. If you ever have any questions uh, for us on the podcast here, feel free to send us an email at thelibertytreepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll be happy to answer any questions you have, or if there is a topic or something that you want us to discuss on the podcast, feel free to let us know. You can find us on Facebook, The Liberty Tree Podcast. If you're on Twitter, our Twitter handle is at LibertyTreeCast. And also, we are on the church website. There's an icon on the website that's a picture of our logo. Just click on that. And to get to that website, it's familylifechurchswanee.com. Look forward to hearing from you. Thanks so much. More to come later. One evening as the sun went down and the jungle fire was burning, down the track came a hobo hiking. And he said, boys, I'm not turning. I'm headed for a land that's far away beside the crystal fountains. So come with me, we'll go. This was the Liberty Tree, podcasting from Family Life Church in Swanee, Georgia.